And welcome back to the Undefeated. I'm here with Anthony, Dylan, and Frankie. And Dylan is finally back from that world of online school. Yeah. Great to have you back. <laughs> How was it? It's great. That's all I have to say. It's just, it's outstanding. Um, I love it so much. I, I, I can't wait to go back to my house and just sit there and look at a screen all day. Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> uh, it is. How, how has your video game prowess improved over the last I couple of months? I actually have not played any. How? I don't know. Wow. I don't know. I just I usually just sit up, sit there. I was talking to John the other day, and he said he has uh, not really attended class. He just sits there and plays PS4 during class all day. So that's not. Yeah, good. usually I do that with like TikTok, maybe like a show. I don't know. Oh, just you depends. big TikTok guy. Sometimes only are sometimes. You, are you verified? Yeah, hundred percent with like eighty <laughs> followers. You know. Yes, sir. It's big balling, making the big bucks. All righty, let's hop right into things today as we're going to start out with some baseball. And Mookie Betts and the Dodgers take on Randy Arzarena mm-hmm. and the Rays mm-hmm. as the World Series kicks off tonight. Who do you think is going to win it all? And I'm going to start out with Dylan because he's our baseball guy. <coughs> well, I'm the baseball guy now. All right, cool. Uh, personally, I think uh, just because of how the Rays have been playing, they're going to win it. That's not what I want, you know, because I want the Dodgers to win. I'm a Dodgers fan. But, I mean, the, the Dodgers have been hot, too, considering Mookie Betts, like, has, what, made three, at least three, maybe two or three catches robbing people of extra base hits in the past, and just in the NLCS, and then Bellinger had one, too. Their defense has been outstanding. But I think just with the powerhouse of – I'm not even going to try to say his name because I forgot how to pronounce it, but Randy. Yeah, Randy. Yeah, uh, he's he's been going off, I mean, hitting everything farther and farther each time and I, I, I just don't see the Dodgers being able to pitch pitch out of that except for maybe Bueller. But, you know, we're dealing with Kershaw in the playoffs and Yeah, that's, we all know never, that's a problem. That's never a good thing. I don't even watch baseball and I know that's a problem. <laughs> Frankie, who you got? Uh I'm gonna have to agree with Dylan. I got the Rays. I mean Rosarina, Randy, big Randy, he's been coming up clutch in the postseason. I like his game. Um and the Rays are just a powerhouse of an offensive team, so I think they'll be good. All righty. Uh, Anthony, who you got? I got the Dodgers. I think, yeah, I mean, we know how bad Clayton Kershaw is in the postseason. But I think uh, Mookie Betts, he's been outstanding in the postseason. They're coming off a uh, 3-1 turnaround against uh, yep. the yep. Braves. Yep. So I think they'll carry that momentum in. Uh, and you got to remember the Rays had to b- go seven games to beat the Astros after being up 3 nothing. So I think the yeah. Dodgers take this one. I definitely do have the Dodgers taking one just because, well, Mookie Betts and – if I know you're a ba- if I know a baseball player, he's probably a really big deal, and I know who Mookie Betts is. So, yeah, we're winning over here. So I definitely have the Dodgers winning it, and they've pretty both of these teams have been playing out of their minds, given yeah. that they're both in the World Series. Yeah, but uh, I think that uh, being at a, it's at a neutral site, if I'm not mistaken. So that it's at glo- yeah, Globe Life Field in Arlington. Oh, that'll be nice. Stadium. It's really nice. Yeah. It really is. Uh, who's, the who's, only who's trying to dip into my savings account and go to a World Series game? Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, unless you're trying to spend like three three thirty for a ticket, I think is the lowest I could see. Aw, that's pretty. Yeah, no, darn, you got no chances. Darn, it really I do think, be like that sometimes. I think the only chance the Dodgers really have to win this though is if Corey Seager keeps playing like he has been. Same with Mookie, like because Corey Seager won NL- NLCS MVP. Like, I don't know if y'all knew that, yeah. but that man is the, like insane yeah, through that good. offensively for the Dodgers in the NLCS, and then Mookie bets for defensively. And then you have your Bellinger in center field, you know. Yeah. It's just an absolute powerhouse of us. The first six men in that lineup are absolutely, like, raking offensively. So yes. I think that's the only chance they have to win the series. But if, if their pitching and defense fails, it's it's game. I definitely do agree. As we're going to move on to some college football here, as Clemson destroys Georgia Tech 73-7, to as Trevor Lawrence throws for 404 yards and five touchdowns. And is he the Heisman favorite this year? I'm going to start out with Anthony. Yeah, I think he is. I think obviously with Justin Fields coming back, it's going to prove interesting. But I think Trevor Lawrence is the clear front runner for Heisman Trophy through the first four, four or five weeks. And before I send this over to uh, Frankie, does the games played like is it going to be more about per game stats as opposed to overall stats because of COVID, or like as far as the Heisman goes, like it, with the Justin Fields coming back? Um, I'm I'm thinking. I mean, I feel like if you've played more games and you've performed in all those games, I feel like you should win the Heisman for that. So right now, obviously, Trevor Lawrence, big front runner. Um, Fields is still not back, but uh, when he comes back, we'll see how he performs. If he just has monstrous games, then you know that might be a problem. But 
right now, I mean, uh, sorry, Lawrence looks like he's got in the bag. Yeah, Dylan, I don't really see Fields coming out and taking the Heisman runner from Lawrence. I mean, I think he's kind of got it bagged already. There's no, I mean, obviously there's some, he could come back and just be, I don't know if it's going to be as unanimous as the Joe Burrow last year. Well, yeah, but that was Joe Burrow last year. I mean, I still think Lawrence has a really, really, really high chance of winning it, regardless of what Fields does. I mean, he's been absolutely insane over the past however many games Clemson has played, especially against Georgia Tech, but it is Georgia Tech. So. Yeah, I, that, that, does, that is true. I guess it just depends on how Justin Fields plays against the better teams that they play. Cause yeah, the Big Ten is a way better conference than the ACC as far as football goes. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I definitely do think that uh, Fields will ha- it'll be a close closer race towards the end, but right now it's definitely Trevor Lawrence out in front. Right. And I also do think that both of these quarterbacks are going to stay in college for another another year, as the Jets probably are going to have the number one overall. Oh, pick. for sure. <laughs> Yikes! Just praying that it's the Vikings and not the Jets. Don't worry, they're still going to think. Oh, Kirk Cousins yeah. is the future. No, no, bro, no. <laughs> Over. <Overpaid. laughs> I'll have to I'll have to change my fandom. Hey. <laughs> I've stuck with the Sacramento Kings and the Philadelphia Eagles for the last year and a half. You can stay with the Vikings through a down season. It's not the down season. It's just Kirk Cousins. Oh, okay. It's yeah, bad. It's <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. As Alabama scores 21 straight points to beat Georgia 41-24, to and is Mac Jones doing better than we all thought he would after taking over for Tua? I'm going to start out with Anthony on this one. Yeah, he's got the same amount of 400-yard games as Tua did in his whole career. I think people don't respect Mac Jones enough. And when you take over Tua, who has a tremendous talent, you're not going to get a lot of respect. So I think it's time to finally start putting some on his name because you go out and beat a good Georgia team, 41-24. Put some respect on Mac Jones' name. Uh, Dylan? Um, yeah. <laughs> good talk. Good talk. <laughs> I mean, I, no, I like him. He's, he's good. I watched I watched some of it. I, thought, I really thought Georgia was going to be up there and, like, Points wise, I mean, the first half was really good, like a really close game, and then Alabama just did what Alabama does. Yeah, and they just pulled an Alabama basically and, and ran away with the game. I, I was kind of disappointed in how Georgia played in the second half, but you know it's fine. <coughs> and yeah. I think I think Mac Jones is going to be actually like pretty good this year and better than what people are making him out to be. I don't know about that, Freggy. Uh, well, yeah, I agree with Anthony. I mean, he had some big shoes to fill. Um, obviously, he hasn't really filled them yet. He's got a long way to go, but he's done a lot better than people thought he would. And, you know, and I'm not, you know, putting him down or anything, but, you know, if you put a solid quarterback into the Alabama system, I mean, they can come out pretty good. So, but, yeah, I think I think he's fulfilled some expectations. Yeah, I don't – I don't know. I don't know why I don't like Mac Jones. I just don't think – it's probably – it is partially because he has all the shoes to fill as far as coming in after Tua <coughs> – and then being on such a high-powered team, and then uh, the Alabama is a sec- has been a second-half team for the last couple of years. I mean, last year they were almost down at halftime to the Citadel, and then they came back and won that game by like 50 points. So I don't know. I I think Mac Jones might be able to do something and make me like him, but at the moment it's still a no. As we move over to the NFL, as the Titans win an overtime thriller against the Texans. <coughs> 42 to 36 as Derrick Henry punches in the game-winning touchdown from five yards out, and he goes for 212 yards and two touchdowns while Tannehill throws for 364 and four touchdowns in back-to-back games. Despite all of us predicting the Titans to win the AFC South, are they a dark horse contender for winning the AFC? And I'm going to start out with Frankie on this one. Um, I think they are. I mean, I think a lot of people this season uh, weren't expecting them to – you know, kind of do the same thing they did last year, kind of come out. I mean, they didn't have a they have a great record last year, but, you know, Titans in the playoffs, they were really good when they, you know, made that quarterback switch. And I think Tannehill's a big part of that. You know, everyone always talks about Derrick Henry. But uh, Tannehill, I mean, I honestly think he's playing like a top-10 quarterback right now. Uh, he's putting up good stats. And so I think he's been – I think that was probably the best move that they could make was making that – quarterback change and and now they're they're looking good so yeah Dylan how do we feel about Tannehill and Derrick Henry I mean I like Tannehill he's he's done a lot better than I mean what people expected him to whenever he first switched into quarterback in Tennessee and Derrick Henry is just Derrick Henry I mean seeing him absolutely demolish every single defense in the history of the world 
has been quite the adventure and pretty pretty fun to watch. Yeah, and Josh <coughs> Norman in the other dimension. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was definitely a highlight of one of my of last Sunday. I'm not even gonna lie. That was that was a great moment. <coughs> I love it. That's a highlight of my life right there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anthony. Yeah, I think Tennessee is a dark horse. No one expected them to come out five and zero considering the first five games that they had. Um, again, Derrick Henry is just a monster. Tannehill's looked really good, um, but. Getting A.J. Brown back was obviously a huge uh, thing for them to get him back after missing the first three weeks. So I think now that they have those starting guys back, they'll make a good run. I could see them potentially winning the AFC, but it's just if, if you play Kansas City in the championship game again, is Kansas City going to be rolling at that point? I don't know. I th- Maybe a dark horse, conti- dark horse contender, maybe, but they're still ha- going to have to get back past teams like the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Steelers. Yeah, the AFC is a really good the, division the this AFC year. Well, so far. The AFC, both of these divisions uh, or conferences have, I've noticed, are pretty top-heavy as far as all that goes. I mean, there's the really, really good teams, and then there's the really, really bad teams. And then there's the NFC East. Yeah, tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) Almost me and Frankie experienced the NFC least to the highest, highest potential. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but you're a Vikings fan, so. So, yeah, I mean, we might as well be a part of that division, too, but it's fine. Don't worry. Every team that has a losing record is part of the NFC East right now. It's okay, Dylan. Moving on. As despite a valiant effort from Carson Wentz, the Eagles lose 30-28 to against the Ravens. Despite the win, should the Ravens be concerned with their defense giving up 14 points in the final three minutes of the game? And is Wentz really the problem in Philadelphia? Got any, got any volunteers? Uh, I'll start it off. Um, so the Ravens' defense, they looked good throughout the whole season. Um, I think the Eagles kind of just picked it up this game. Uh, there's been talks about Ravens being the number one defense in the league, yada, yada, yada. But um, obviously, it's not really the case anymore. I think we all know the Steelers have the best defense. and But the Eagles really turned it on just a little bit. Uh, and Wentz, I mean, with Wentz, I think, I think the biggest problem with him is just obviously injuries. And, you know, when you have an injury – and when you have an injury, you don't really come back the same. And he had that MVP season, you know, uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, I think he's peaked, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> and so he just hasn't been really the same ever since, you know, he's had a couple injuries. But uh, you never know. He could, you know, have that spike and just – Well, he'd have to have a – actual receiver to do that that's true you know you Travis Fogum could not be your number one target every game. <laughs> that, that is true but yeah yeah I don't think I don't think he's the biggest problem but I think he's a concern I definitely don't know I he might be he's not the biggest problem I think the biggest problem is that your average offensive line age is like 33 years yes. old and your wide receivers are terrible and your running back is oft injured, and your defense is bad. There's a lot of problems. I think if you get like a somewhat decent offensive line, like a little bit younger, and then just I mean one, maybe one better receiver, maybe probably two realistically, because I mean, well then we could win the be NFC better. East. We have yeah, I mean you'd actually have a chance to win the division, <laughs> and then but I mean, with but, a losing you know, record, Carson Carson, <laughs> <laughs> Carson Wentz isn't. I mean he he's done decent this season, but I think everyone's just so worried about him just getting injured again. We're talking about one of the most injury prone quarterbacks in the league at the moment because what he got injured two years in a row yeah and that's why we took Jalen Hurts over Denzel Mims exactly stupid and decision by the way I think I think if if Hurts isn't a bad pick well, Denzel Mims is a better problem. pick yeah I mean but if if you get a better receiving core and a little bit of a younger offensive line I think the Eagles might actually have a chance to win the division yeah with Anthony. maybe not a losing I'm going to just stop talking. I, yeah, I, probably. <laughs> I think the, the peak for who wins the NFC East is going to be 8-8. Eight and eight. That's who, like Who the, finishes 7-9? No, lower and nine. than that. Lower hey, than the, that. Ca- the, the Eagles can actually win the division with a winning record. They go 8-7-1. and one. Who's going to finish 7-9? and nine? <laughs> it, it won't be 8-8. Eight eight. I mean, that's it's like... definitely a, not going to be the Giants. I can tell you that. Hey, maybe they Danny won. Dimes and Wayne Gallman take over. <laughs> Sorry about that one, Anthony. How do you the, feel about I this? think the biggest problem is their receivers. I mean, their number the guy they took in the fr- the twenty first pick is injured. Uh, we know that uh, Deshaun Jackson. I don't know if he's still injured, but I mean, imagine if they had taken Justin Jefferson and that that twenty first pick instead of taking Jalen Rager, they would have a top rookie wide receiver, and uh, they would be their problems would be kind of solved. So, 
I think obviously the big the receivers are the biggest problem. I'm crying in my soul, just so everybody <laughs> knows. We passed on Justin Jefferson for Jalen Rager. We oh. passed on Denzel Mims for Jalen Hurts. Too many Jalens were taken in this draft. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of glad y'all passed on Jeff- Justin Jefferson. I'm not even going to lie. Oh, thanks, Dylan. My fantasy team is not. <laughs> Justin Jefferson was on my bench. Listen, my that's fan- not my problem that you put him on your bench, okay? You, you shouldn't have is. put him on your bench. Well, I would assume Adam Thielen being the number one target for that team would get more than 14 points. Well, you would points. assume that, but then all the corners would cover, double cover him, leaving exactly. Jefferson wide open. You. Alrighty, we're moving on from this very <laughs> sad subject. <laughs> moving on to the Steelers coming up huge as they hold the Browns to seven points in a blowout win, 38-7. to seven As Kevin Stefanski pulls Baker Mayfield in the third quarter. And with this win against a good Cleveland team, does it prove Pittsburgh to be a true contender in the AFC? I'm going to start out with Anthony on this one. Yeah, I think so. Because obviously we know Cleveland, they won four straight. And then, I mean, not against against not particularly good teams, but they did put the Cowboys in there. Um, but yeah, I think it proved Pittsburgh that defense is legit. And But the, we'll see how they have a they have a big game against Tennessee this weekend. We'll see how that, uh, that plays out. Yeah. Dylan? Uh-uh. I'm kind of excited to watch the Steelers. I'm not even gonna lie. I like the I like Juju, so I'm kind of ex- I, I'm kind of excited to see him go go into the playoffs and maybe maybe make some TikToks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> on the yeah, especially the TikToks, you know, and 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 Chase Claypool, you know, him and him and Juju might as well just become a dynamic duo. Not al- not only in uh, in the receiving core, but on TikTok as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well that's uh, the marketing play right there. But I mean, I. I don't know if they're going to be contenders necessarily because they haven't when, – when they get up to the big dogs, you know, the Chiefs, the Ravens, I guess the Titans. I don't know how they're going to handle themselves there, but we'll see. It's going to be quite an ex- exciting season for the AFC this year. The AFC is going to be very fun to watch if you're a top five team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Frankie? Um, this is a very emotional subject for me. Uh. Seeing my favorite quarterback get pulled was tough. Um, obviously, I think the Steelers—they're uh, legit. They, you know, their defense is top best in the league. Um, now the Brown situation—I uh, feel like the leadership in that game was bad on the coaching side. It was bad on Baker's side, you know. And uh, I think it was the right move to pull him. Uh, obviously he wasn't performing. They got uh, Keenum in there, but uh, uh, the steel. But going back to the Steelers, I think they're legit, and I think they're a team that a lot of, you know, like teams like they're a team that like the Chiefs would watch out for. Like yeah, you know, like they're one of those teams, and so you know, they they have the best defense in the league, and their Claypool's playing great, and yeah. Um, you know they're just their contender. So. I I do like the Steelers this year. For many, there's a, I have a very I have very hard time saying good things about the Steelers <coughs> because, well, they're sometimes they're really hard to say good things about. But I promise you that if the Browns had had made the right coaching hire in the off season and had a good quarterback, they'd be Super Bowl contenders for the next however long Odell Beckham's contract is. Maybe maybe a better coaching staff. Yeah, it. we'll leave it at that. Better coaching staff and a better quarterback. Yeah, maybe a better quarterback. Maybe a better or coaching or staff. just Baker Mayfield to get or his head ha- out between. No, his or just legs. have Sorry. Baker Mayfield pull a Ryan Tannehill and be the best handoff quarterback yeah. in the NFL. That is true. Not this season. He's not with, Tana- with Tannehill. Yeah, oh. that's true though. Moving on to both defenses shine and as the Broncos upset the Patriots, <laughs> eighteen to twelve. While not scoring a single touchdown, what was the biggest reason for the Broncos' upset, and are we concerned about the Patriots' offense? I'm going to start out with Anthony on this one. Yeah, Broncos fan. Let's get it started. <laughs> yeah, Broncos fan. Uh, well, the biggest reason the Broncos pulled off the upset is the fact that Cam Newton and Stephon Gilmore were playing. Cause they didn't want to go – I think if they had played against potentially Brian Hoyer or Jared Stidham, and then without their number one corner, they would have kind of taken it lightly and probably lost the game. But with Cam Newton and Stephon Gilmore back – they took the game a lot more seriously, and their defense pulled through. Uh, and the <coughs> receivers that were going up against Gilmore kind of broke free. That other drops kind of killed them. And yeah, but the the Patriots should not be concerned with their offense. They only had two practices, I think it was, coming into this game. But I mean, the one problem you do have is you don't have a good receiver. Julian Oman's getting up there in age. Uh, Ryan Izzo's not really a good tight end, and you you just need that explosive guy. Your number two receiver? No, there's Nikhil Harry, and then there's Demir. Demir Bird, 
Don't know. I I didn't know who he was <laughs> until he caught a pass on TV for the Patriots. Wow. <laughs> like every other Patriots receiver over yeah. the last 20 years. Yeah, that's true. Well, he was the Arizona fifth string wide receiver last year. Well, that's that's. Hey, that's saying that I have a chance for the NFL, baby. <laughs> that's promising. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't watch this game. I wasn't intending. I wasn't. I didn't even cross my mind for a second that I was gonna sit down and watch the Broncos Patriots game. Uh, but I did see on Twitter. I got a notification that uh, Cam Newton jumped on his own fumble. Yes, against the Broncos, and Making I was big moves here. I was I was pretty surprised. Oh, wow. So I think that man, I, I you know, he's progressed. Obviously, maybe not <laughs> in a good way, but at least that way. Um, <laughs> that's about my take for the for the Broncos game. I yeah, that one win, the one in fifteen, I think maybe. But they got two wins. Oh, they have two wins. Oh, <laughs> two win <and> fourteen, <laughs> maybe. Uh, anyway, free Dylan. <laughs> Frankie. Uh. I think um, I think the Broncos pulled off a good win. Uh, I agree with Anthony. I mean, I don't think the Patriots should be concerned about their offense. Uh, I think Cam's a good quarterback. I think I think they're I think they're fine. I just they Stephon Gilmore and Cam just came back from you know the whole COVID nineteen situation, and you know they didn't. They you said they had two practices. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. They shouldn't be concerned at all. Uh, Patriots' defense is fine. I mean, they've always been a good defense, so I don't think there should be any concerns, but that's a good win for the Broncos. Yeah, I definitely think that the Patriots should be a little concerned. I mean, your quarterback, though he didn't practice, he was still fresh, and I assume that he should – He, even if he wasn't allowed to be around other people, he should have been at least working out by himself. I mean, if you're getting paid to be an NFL quarterback. I mean, I assume he was. Yeah, and I just – would be concerned because the Dolphins are currently beating you in the division. So, yikes! It looks you're it you're closer to the <coughs> Jets than the Dolphins are right now. <laughs> That's a bit of a problem. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. <laughs> yep. As we move on to the Dolphins beating the Jets twenty-four to zero, and go to three and three. While the Jets fall to zero and six, and and they are now the only winless team left in the NFL. Sucks to suck, New York. But uh, on a positive, we got to see Tua's debut in the final minutes. And now Tua has been announced the new starter. Starting for the quarterback wow. for next week. And mm. two questions. Is it the right move to put <coughs> Tua in now? And why does Adam Gase still have a job? <laughs> 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 We're going to start out with number two. That's a good question because I think everyone in the world who watches football is wondering the same thing. And I can't really answer that. I really don't know. Uh, and I d- <laughs> <laughs> and I don't really think putting Tua in to start this week is a good idea, but we'll let the Dolphins do their thing. I just, I yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, Anthony. I don't know why Adam Gase still has a job. He's just not a good coach. He made Le'Veon Bell bad. How do you go and manage to do that? Yeah. But you see, when even when he was in Miami, he had Tannehill as a quarterback, and now Tannehill's thriving in Tennessee without him. See, every time at. But the only reason Adam no, I know why Adam Gase has a job. He was a quarterback coach for Peyton Manning for two years. Uh, yeah, I know, right? And it was the years that Peyton Manning did really good in Denver. Yeah. Frankie, why does Adam Gase still have a job? Because New York is incompetent. That's the answer. I mean, who knows? Honestly, uh, the Jets—they—they they have zero. I mean, and it's just no one. They have no one. They have a young quarterback that has no weapons. And I used to talk trash about Darnold in the past, but now I'm starting to understand why he's not as good as he is. I mean, you see that Jets team, and they have zero. Um, they had Le'Veon Bell. They they, they had Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell, Bell, but, you know, and he wasn't performing because. Well, they don't have an offensive line. Yeah, exactly. They have no one. They still have Denzel Mims to come off the IR. Woohoo! They. Oh, so they can add one person. Yeah, one person. Yeah. Denzel Mims for MVP. Gonna turn the Jets around. And yeah, him and Sam Donald are gonna do it. They're yeah. gonna do it. They're, They're gonna, gonna finish go the and season ten and s- no ten and zero. Oh, finish ten the season ten, ten and, and six. Yeah, ten and six. Hundred percent. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Win the division. Mark my words. Win the Super Bowl. Maybe in like thirty <laughs> years, but <laughs> no, not even. <laughs> I mean, we are talking about the same state that has the Knicks. So I mean, what do you expect? That's true. And the Giants. Yeah. But but they have the Yankees, so they got something going for them. Ooh, yeah, but yeah, they can have their one Yankees decent team. Yeah, I mean, imagine being an Atlanta fan. So <laughs> <laughs> that's all. 
And then uh, <laughs> first question, is it the right move to start Tua this week? Or or just to start Tua? I'm going to start out with myself on this one, actually. I think it's a pretty good idea because this season the Dolphins aren't going anywhere. So you put Tua in. If he does good, you make it to the playoffs. If he does bad, he just has time to develop the experience that he needs to be a good quarterback. And if you get a top 10 pick, you take a receiver or another offensive lineman. I just I like the move here for the Dolphins. Anthony? I don't like it. Fitzpatrick has been good all year. He's led them to a, a 500 record, and they barely lost to Seattle, barely lost to New England. I think uh, – but when you bring Tua in now, off the, uh, coming off their bye this week, they played Aaron Donald. That's that's not a good first matchup for anyone. So I think uh, you, keep Fitzpat- you should have kept Fitzpatrick in for a couple more games. And then if you're out of playoff contention, come week <coughs> 14, you play him. I don't know about that one, Dylan. I, I agree with that. I think that's a good idea. I mean, he's has, what, one drive of experience? Less than that. Two, passes. Two passes. Two passes. And Both of them are completions, and though. I, yeah, they were completions, but he didn't really go anywhere. I mean... Well, yeah, because he only attempted two passes. Well, still, <laughs> but I mean, I, I just... I don't think it's a good idea for him to start against... Were they playing the Rams? Yeah. Of all teams, the Rams, Aaron Donald, no. Just yeah, Aaron Donald has experience with quarterbacks with bad legs. I mean, did you s- y'all see what idea. he said about Alex Smith's Alex Smith's leg? No. God, his back. Yeah, it was. It has a profane word in it, so I'm not allowed to say it. Mm. <laughs> Paraphrase. That just guy's leg is really strong. After he sacked Alex Smith, because Aaron right. Donald, because and then Tua just had the in, leg yeah. hip injury, so it, yeah. it, it connects. I promise. Okay. As do you, do you have anything to say about this, Frankie? No, nah, I mean, I agree with both of them. Tua shouldn't start. He just came off – I mean, didn't just come off the injury, but he's has past history with injuries. And when you start him, is it week six, week seven? Uh, they'll be coming back week eight because they have a bye. This week eight. They have a bye this week. Yeah. Uh, against Aaron, Don- uh, Aaron Donald, like, who knows? Who knows? Exactly. You don't, you don't want him to get hurt again, so – <clears throat> All righty, as we go and move on to the Bucks scoring 38 unanswered points against the Packers as they come back from down 10 and win 38-10 to 10 behind Ronald Jones, 113 yards, two performance. But Aaron Rodgers struggles and throws two interceptions after not throwing any for the first five weeks of the season, including a pick six as the Bucks defense gets five sacks. And do the Bucks have one of the best defenses in the NFL? And if so, where would you put them? And I'm going to start with Anthony on this one. I definitely think they have one of the best defenses in the NFL. I would I have them top five. I think uh, they're just – the blitzing that they have is great. The stud that they picked up in the second round is great. I think they're just all around a great defense. Uh, Frankie, where would um, you put them? No, they're definitely top five. Uh, I think they're a little bit of an underrated defense, actually. Uh, not a lot of people – people talk about defenses like the Ravens and, like, you know, a little bit of the Chiefs defense, but – uh, no, I think they're up there. I think they're top five, maybe top six. But um, yeah, I think they're they're looking good. Um, and then they played, you know, the Packers. They're undefeated team. Yeah, and so then well, now they're not. Now they're not. Rodgers throws those two picks, mm-hmm. and he had no picks before that, right? Yeah, no picks. He's the only he's the only <coughs> quarterback in the NFL too this season. No zero picks, and so it's just crazy to see him yeah. throw two picks. That says something about the Bucks defense. Yeah, it does. Dylan? I mean, yeah, for the Buccaneers to shut down the Packers' red-hot offense, I mean, that says a lot, especially Rodgers not throwing any inter- interceptions and throwing, what, two and, like, three passes? Yeah, two and three passes after, and not, not, after throwing not throwing any for, like any for the entire, like, 150-something. Like 200, I have no idea. But still, that's that's insane. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, you don't really hear much about the Buccaneers' defense. You hear about Tom Brady and Gronk and blah, 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 blah. But, yeah, I mean, they're making a name for themselves after not – Doing it, I don't know how many years. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I definitely like the Bucks defense this year. I think that Antoine Winfield. I think that everyone thinks that he's been here the whole time. That man's a rookie. He's gonna win Defensive Rookie of the Year regardless of how the Bucks perform defensively. That man is acting like a top ten safety in the NFL in his rookie season. And uh, the Bucks, I would definitely put them somewhere in the top five. Definitely have the Ravens and the Steelers in front of them. Just. I don't know. I don't know who else I would put in front of them, but uh, as we move on, the the Sunday night football game is Jimmy Garoppolo decides to go off after having a really bad performance against the Dolphins and throw for 260 yards and three touchdowns as the 49ers bounce back from their embarrassing loss, as they beat the Rams 24 to 16 
And does this turn their season around? No. Oh, it doesn't? No. Why not, Dylan? I don't think it does. They have one win. What was it? Eight points. I, I don't know. I mean, George Kittle, woo, he came back. Yeah. Had a pretty nice receive for reception for I don't know how many yards, but it was a nice touchdown. But I don't think it's going to turn their season around. Frankie? Um, I think it'll give them a boost, uh, but I don't think it'll turn their season completely around. Yeah. I still don't think Jimmy G is a good quarterback. You're uh, not the only one. So, but yeah, I agree. He had his little blip of hope last season, and then and then he lost it, and he closed his eyes and threw the ball in the Super Bowl, and then his <laughs> eyes were closed, and they haven't <laughs> opened up since. Yep, yep, exactly. Right. Anthony? Yeah, I, I agree with Dylan and. Uh, Frankie, I just don't think that a win against the Rams team, four wins will come against the NFC East, will do any justice for them. I think they're still not that good a team. That in, in that division, which is so strong, I don't think they can make the playoffs. Yeah, I definitely don't think that this is, they're going to bounce back from this one, given that their entire defensive line, which is the strength of their team, tore their ACL in three plays. And by entire defensive line, I mean Nick Bosa Nick and Bosa, Solomon yeah, Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I definitely don't see them mounting back and we've seen what they've been able to do with top picks I mean they made it to the Super Bowl and they had a healthy team last year and then they need to just hurry up and wait for Jimmy Garoppolo's contract to expire so they can take a good quarterback yep or sign one that's not named Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> yeah sure who's only good because he was under Bill Belichick and Tom Brady for like five years as we move on to the Chiefs dominating the Bills as they bounce back 26 to 17 to improve to 5 and 1 while the Bills lose their second straight and go to 4 and 2. And what has gone wrong for the Bills in this one? And I'm going to start out with Anthony. I think uh they just got away from their game plan. Uh Josh Allen didn't look good last night. He still threw two touchdowns to Steph uh Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley, but I think that they just got away from their game plan early in the game. The Chiefs kind of shut them down. And uh, they didn't control anything. They had, I think, what, 182 yards of total offense, 20 minutes of possession. I think, I mean, it just went wrong from the start with that Chiefs defense. Yeah, and it doesn't help that it was raining, and Josh Allen is inaccurate without the rain. He has a big arm, but no accuracy (laughs) without the rain, and now it starts raining. So, hey, Dylan, what was the problem with the Bills? Um, I don't don't really know. I really don't know. But I, I wouldn't say that they got dominated yeah that's uh, how we doing with that one show writer anthony they didn't control i, I wouldn't say dominated now if it was like 73 to 7 okay that's the, score like domination. Yeah. the score doesn't represent it the score doesn't represent i mean it has a good part in it you can't just say it. that's like saying a team lost by one point got dominated it's not i don't know i don't say dominated i mean stefan diggs is pretty much carrying the receiving core along with cole beasley on his back yeah and I'm kind of sad about that. Don't but worry, it's okay. You have Justin <laughs> Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Yeah, 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 Justin Jefferson. Whatever. We're not talking about that. that and you have Dalvin Cook. Team. But you have Kirk Cousins. Yeah. So it's like three <laughs> wins and a loss. Didn't he, he throw an interception on the first play from scratch? Listen to me. I don't want to talk about it. All right. It's like it's. <laughs> I am not even going like to. The game two truths and a lie. They have a good running back and a good receiving core, and then their lie is the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dylan. Just, just go to Frankie. <laughs> okay, Frankie. Uh, yeah, uh, the Bills, I mean, Josh Allen, he was already, like you said, he's already not very accurate quarterback, and the rain just made it ten times worse. And, you know, he didn't he, he didn't do terrible, but, you know, he just uh, – people look at his stats and everything, and great fantasy player. And yeah. I'm, not, I'm not dogging him or anything. He's a great fantasy player. They look good on paper, but if you really actually watch Josh Allen play, you know he needs to fix some decision making. But uh, now that the Chiefs, Chiefs are just, I mean, a powerhouse of a team. So you know it's not really embarrassing to lose to them. I think what went wrong with the Bills is the weather, because I really like this Bills offense. Josh Allen has he's been playing pretty much out of his mind. Uh, even j- he's a good fantasy player, but he's actually been able to – his decision-making this season has improved. No, his, yeah, it has. His accuracy has improved. But you can't go up against the best quarterback in the world who can throw any ball, any time, any place, any contortion of his body to anywhere on the field in the rain. And you can do that all in the rain too. Yeah. You can't go – so maybe the defense is considered the problem here, but I think the problem for the Bills was the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah whole, I agree. I as a whole, it's that, nothing yeah. wrong with the Bills. It's just that the Chiefs and Andy Reid are that good. Yeah. 
as we move on to the second game of the Monday night doubleheader, as Buda Baker goes off with seven solo tackles and an interception and a forced fumble. As Kenyon Drake goes off with 164 yards and two touchdowns, including a 69-yard touchdown to close the game, as the Cardinals blow out the Cowboys 38-10. to And what went wrong right for the Cardinals and wrong for the Cowboys? I'm going to start out with Frankie on this one. Uh, so for the Cardinals, I mean, Kenyon Drake, finally, after all these games, he's finally come out of the gate and just had a game. And he, uh, you know, it's against the Cowboys defense, you know, probably the worst defense in the league, in my opinion. One but of the worst ever. Yeah, but um, he, I mean, he played good. Uh, Kyler struggled a little bit, but I think that the run game backed him up and also the defense. Um, for the Cowboys, I mean, everything. Dak Prescott's foot. Everything is going wrong for them. Uh, Zeke can't hold the ball. Uh, Dak is out. You know, receivers are dropping the balls like – it's nothing's going good for them, and you know there's something off. I feel like there's something a little bit off with Zeke. You know he's not he's not really playing like himself right now. Um, that defense just horrendous. Yeah. Uh, if they could just fix up their defense and get their quarterback back, which won't happen for a while. So they're tanking for Trevor, is what you're saying? Um, no. I would not say that, but because they don't need Trevor. But okay, buddy. I mean, Dak is a solid quarterback whenever he's healthy. You, yeah, and if he had it. a good offensive coordinator instead of Mike McCarthy, or Cal- I mean, Mike McCarthy, his stats are, he, he not leads the NFL in all coach. these stats, right? When he's healthy, but then you realize that it's all in garbage time when the second string defense That's is on the true. field. So, I mean, Dak's okay. He's not worth 140 million. Oh, for no. sure, he's not worth. He's worth 140 But Dak's a probably like a top seven quarterback. Top 10, maybe. Maybe 11, if he's not in the top 10. Honestly, I, I'd say he's top 5. Of course he would. Of course, of course uh, he would. That's bias right there. I'm that's not like going to completely... Carson Wentz is a top 5 quarterback. I'm not going to completely disagree with him saying he's a top 5, he's a top five quarterback. I mean, you look at his stats. I'm not going to say... what defense is out there. Mm, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I feel like it would be refreshing to see Dak play for a different team. With maybe better... Where could you see him going? Better. I don't see him going don't see anywhere him going because anywhere. Jerry Jones is so far... Uh, 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 J- uh, Jerry Jones likes him a lot, um, <laughs> so he's gonna keep him and he's gonna do whatever he want, like, that, whatever he can to keep him in Dallas. Yeah, because I mean, America's like team, Dak Prescott, literally, exactly. Like, there's no escape for Dak unless he like yep. genuinely requests to leave. But I don't, I also don't see that happening. Neither do I. Dallas is the easiest market to advertise yourself in ever. Because it's the team that everyone knows about. No matter yeah. how bad they're doing, everyone's trying to say, it's base. our year, baby. Our fan base. The they're 0-16. It's, it's our year, baby. It's just tough. Every year is their year for the Cowboys. I Anthony. feel like if they could revamp like their just coaching. Like, I feel if, it, if it's not even the players. It's just the coaching. The players are some of it. but well, it's, it's most, of the, most of the coaching on that team, I feel like, is just hor- horrendous. Yeah, the coaching And if is they could fix that, then they might have a better shot to do better in a season. Yeah, the coaching is definitely the biggest problem here. Jerry Jones hired a coach that he can boss around and get to do whatever he wants. That's that what Mike is, McCarthy is. That is facts. I think if he wanted to, he could have hired Lincoln Riley or Josh McDaniels. Imagine what Josh McDaniels could have done with this team. Lincoln Riley? Josh McDaniels. Okay, but but Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley, I feel like he would have been better. I don't know. Let's be but real. Both I mean, of like those coaches are really good options, and you decided to go with Mike McCarthy, the guy who got ran out of Green Bay for being incompetent. Yeah. So... Anthony, what's the what were the problems here for the Cowboys and good the good things here for the Cardinals? Well, the good thing for the Cardinals was they were able to spread the ball around. I mean, Kyler Murray had nine completions, yeah, but only th- and only two of them were to DeAndre Hopkins. So I mean, that tells you the story. He got seven passes out uh, to different receivers. Christian Kirk had a good game, and uh, Andy Isabella. I don't know if he had a good game, but I mean, for the the Cowboys, they just don't look at the same without Dak Prescott. Andy Dalton does not look like a guy that can lead you to the playoffs. Without your star quarterback, even in the NFC East, he just doesn't look like that guy that can lead them to the division title. Yeah, I definitely agree. I definitely think that the thing that went wrong here for the Cowboys was the Cowboys <laughs> as an organization, front <laughs> office, coaching, quarterback play, wide receivers. Well, not may- maybe not wide receivers, running back play, offensive line, defense, defense. at all levels. Uh, yeah, 
And the, what went right for the Cardinals is Kyler Murray being Kyler Murray. I mean, this man is undefeated in AT&T Stadium. Yep. 5-0 in high school, 1-0 in college, and 1-0 in the NFL. NFL. Yeah. What a man. Kyler Murray is like a god in human <laughs> form. Oh, you maybe. Maybe the Cowboys should trade for him. Then he'll win every game in AT&T Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> that, Whoa, I that's, don't know about that. That's, that, a, that's, that's, that's some Cowboys. Wa- that's a Cowboys way of thinking right there. <laughs> that, that sounds exactly like something. Sounds Noah like a Cowboys fan over there. <laughs> that sounds like Noah Gabriel. Uh, Yikes! Free Noah. <laughs> As uh, we move on to our game picks of the week, starting out with Thursday night football, the Eagles versus the Giants. And how is this a primetime game? <laughs> how is this a Thursday night game? <laughs> how is this the primetime? This is a very bad primetime game. That is imbe- oh. I don't even. <laughs> Would you rank this worse than the Broncos Jets one we had a couple weeks ago? <laughs> yes. Yes. Because the yes. Broncos actually have some potential to be good. The Eagles and Giants are going to oh, be picking in the top God. five. That's fair. The whole so NFC East is going to be picking in the top five. <laughs> the only reason that all of the <laughs> NFC East teams are going to be the Jets and then the NFC East, and then like we're going to actually start getting into the draft. <laughs> I mean, you got a point. The only reason that the NFC East isn't going to have all the top five picks is because of the playoffs. It's because there's one of them has teams. to go. It's who has to go. It's a yeah. One of them gets a top. One of them gets the last sixteen picks. Oh my god, That's awful. Yeah, imagine being an Eagles or a Cowboys fan, a or a red, or a football team fan, not even having a name. <laughs> Giants fan. A four and twelve team can have the twentieth <laughs> pick in the draft. Yikes! So who y'all got? I'm gonna say the Eagles. <sighs> Me too. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, bias man. <laughs> Mister pick of the Eagles. <laughs> okay, I got the Eagles too. Yeah, I'm going with the Eagles. They played the ri- they, when they had a good game last week. So I mean. That's all really the only team you should be picking in this situation. Maybe, maybe they could do it again. Or maybe, maybe if Daniel Jones all decides their to talent in one game against the Ravens. Yeah, maybe <laughs> if Daniel Jones decides to be good without Saquon Barkley. Well, he was only kind of good with Saquon Barkley. So yeah. I definitely have the Eagles winning this one. Moving on to the Browns versus the Bengals. Not on primetime. This one's not on primetime, surprisingly. Uh, it was before. <laughs> it was like week two primetime game. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, I'll start this one off. I definitely have the Browns bouncing back. With a win on in this one, sorry Joe Burrow, you just haven't been. You've been playing well, but your team is really bad. So, Anthony, who you got? Browns in a close game. Dylan, I'm gonna just go out on a limb here and say the Bengals because I mean they held their own against the Colts for ninety percent of most of the game, and then I looked back up and then they lost. <laughs> uh, but I'm I, I'm gonna just say the Bengals. Frankie, Brown, you Browns, yeah. Baker's having a bounce back week. And it, and his ribs were kind of bad last week. So That's true. Maybe his ribs are finally fixed. Yeah. Moving on to the Cowboys versus the football team. <laughs> the team that rena- remains nameless and should have remained windless, but the Eagles don't know how to keep a lead. <laughs> so I'm definitely going to have the Cowboys coming back and winning this one. Frankie, who you got? I don't know. I just, uh, I, I just I have to go with the Cowboys. Anthony, Washington wins three nothing. I'm gonna go out on a limb here as well, and I'm gonna say the Washington's gonna clinch up the W here. I mean, look, the Cowboys put up take the lead in the division ten points last game. Um, um, yeah, yeah, we're going with the we're going with the the Washington football team here. I I think they can clutch it out <laughs> against the Cowgirls, right? Yeah. So let's see how that goes. It won't it won't be three nothing, but maybe like wins. maybe like maybe like ten to seven. Ooh, that's bold of you to assume both two teams are going to score a touchdown. Two field goals. Uh, six I'm going to say six to two. <laughs> <laughs> two field goals and a safety. Someone's going to get sacked in the end zone. I know what's going to happen. Probably going to be Andy Dalton. 100%. Probably. <laughs> Moving on to the Panthers versus the Saints. Who you got? Anthony. Is Michael Thomas going to be back for this game? I don't even know. I forgot that man existed. <laughs> I forgot if the Mike Saints existed. I'm going to be honest. They had a bye week. Yikes. Uh, no, I didn't forget the Saints existed. My fantasy team had Alvin Kamara on it. I lost. <laughs> if, so Michael Thomas is, if Michael Thomas is back, the Saints. But other than that, I think the Panthers win this one. Frankie? I got the Saints. Yeah, I got the Saints as well. I definitely have the Panthers because I think they might be getting Christian McCaffrey back. Didn't say that definitively. Oh. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. I don't like the shade you're throwing over <laughs> here, bud. I'm still saying the Saints. Yeah. Moving on to the Steelers versus the Titans, which I think should be a primetime game, but it's not. This should definitely be the Thursday night. This should be the no, Thursday night. The, the, the primetime games this week are Bucks, Raiders, and Bears, Rams. Why is it not Steelers? I mean, Titans? the Bucks, Raiders is going to be a good one. 
Yeah, put the but Bears Steelers, and Rams on Titans. Sunday. Yeah, Monday. Yeah, I don't know. But I definitely am gonna start this one out with Dylan. Who you got, Dylan? Ooh, this is gonna be tough, but I'm gonna say the Titans, just because Derrick Henry and Frankie. Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, Frankie. So you said Steelers, Titans, right? Yeah. Um, Steelers defense is unstoppable, and that's I and I think I think they can stop Derrick Henry's run game. Surprisingly enough, but yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Steelers. Anthony. I think the Titans win. I think Derrick Henry uh, kind of goes off against that good Steelers defense. I might have the Steelers winning this one just because of, well, their offense is low-key underrated because Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. arguable, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, and he's he's playing really well after coming back from a non-contact elbow injury. Yeah. So, yikes. Uh, and uh, I guess they used their draft picks well. No, they didn't even have a draft pick. They used it to get Mika Fitzpatrick. So I say that I as mean a win. That's a good pick. So I definitely have the Steelers winning this one. As I think it'll be on. close, but I yeah, yeah, yeah. close. So the Packers versus the Texans. Packers. Yeah, Frankie. I mean, is this even Packers. a question? Yeah, is this even Did a question? We even have to ask this one. Like, let's be real. Yeah, I don't think Texans have anything to challenge. Sorry. I think Aaron Rodgers is about to have break the NFL record for most passing yards in a game. <laughs> I think it'll be closer than you think, <laughs> but I got the Packers. And most touchdown passes in a game. They're not Eight. playing the Jets, okay? Let's yeah. be real. Like, maybe if they were playing the Jets, then yes, but no. Okay, give. Okay, let's see. If we gave Lamar Jackson with the Chiefs receiving core to the Jets, that man would throw 10 touchdowns in one game. No, if we just put the Chiefs against the Jets. Yeah. I'll call game. The Chiefs play the Jets in like two weeks. <laughs> oh, that'll be a very fun game oh, to watch. Yeah. That'll be an offensive exhibition. That'll be the 73-7 <laughs> game you see in college. Yeah. I definitely have the Packers winning this one. As we move on to the Seahawks versus the Cardinals, which I think is going to be a really good game. Yeah, that's going to be a good game. Uh, I'm going to start out with Frankie on this one. Um, I'm going to have to go with Seahawks. I mean, Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, great connection this year. I think they finally figured it out. So, yeah. Dylan. I'm going to say the Seahawks, too. I mean, I I, I don't see the the Cardinals really – doing that much against the Seahawks and if they even if they do I think Russell Wilson will not only match it but double it so oh maybe not double that might have been too much but that's a little much maybe like (laughs) (laughs) 1.5 like when you're choosing your audible speed 1.5 speed as opposed to 2 yeah yeah like playback speed yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) I got the Cardinals I think uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray combined for 100 yards 100 plus yards 100 yards I definitely think it's going to be the Cardinals. I've been very high on the Cardinals all year. The Seahawks' defense is yeah, not the greatest. Their secondary is really bad. And Kyler Murray is hitting a stride right now. So I th- I have the Cardinals. It's going to be a close game. It's going to come down to a last-minute drive. Yesterday. Yeah, if he, if he can pass the ball. He well, he can also <laughs> run the ball. He also has the if best he can pass the ball. Football. If he can pass the ball, then maybe they'll win. Maybe. Maybe. But, I mean, considering how they played, how he played this week, Seahawks. <laughs> I still have the Cardinals. By 10. 20. 15. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. That's not how math works, bud. As we move I, on. I, I was just changing my numbers. Sorry. To the Broncos versus the Chiefs. I'm gonna so I'm going to go in on a limb here, and I'm going to say the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> Tough one there, bud. Definitely have the Chiefs. Chiefs. Wow. It pains me to say, but the Chiefs There was good. really no question on that one. The yeah, there is good. no Chiefs. <laughs> There is no question. The Chiefs are just too good, and the Broncos are too injured. And bad. And bad. And horrible. Yeah. Hey. Hey. I'm an Eagles fan. I'm allowed to yeah, talk trash on other teams you. for being bad. Alrighty, Moving on to the final not primetime game of the week, the 49ers versus the Patriots. Jimmy G going back uh, to Foxborough. Like, to see his old nemesis. Name's Bill Belichick. I'm going to start out with Frankie on this one. Uh, it's, it's hard. But uh, I'm going to have to go with the Patriots. I think they'll bounce back this week. So. Yeah. yeah. I got the Niners. I just don't think that their offense is any good. I think besides Cam Newton, they don't have good receivers. So I think the Niners take this one. Yeah, Julian Edelman isn't even good anymore. Jarrett Stidham hit him right in the face, in the hands, and he dropped it. And it was a pick six. Yeah. Only if I can Jarrett Stidham's entire NFL career that wasn't his fault. Dylan, who you got? I'm going to have to side with Frankie on this one. I got the Pats winning. I have the 
I think it's going to be a terrible game. But I have the Pats winning it. I think that it'll be – it might be like last week, last Pats game, no touchdown scored. 3-0. to zero. Really bad game. Uh, kind of like Super Bowl 53. Uh, as we move on to the primetime games, the Bucks play the Raiders on Sunday Night Football. And this has potential to be a good game. And I'm going to start out with myself on this one, actually. Uh, I have the Bucks winning it in a really close one. I have uh, Brady and Gronk combining for at least two touchdowns. Who you got, Dylan? I'm gonna have to go ahead and say the Raiders. I think I think they I think they've got this one in the bag. This might be a little bit of a controversial pick, but they've been pretty good recently. So I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna just say. And Raiders. it's in Vegas, which I guess doesn't that make a difference with no fans. So yeah, but I'm, yeah. Frankie, who you got? Um, I'm agree with Dylan. I got the Raiders. I like I like the way they're playing, and I think they could edge this one out. Yeah, Anthony, who you got? I got the Bucks. I just don't think that. You got you got Henry Ruggs, but the Bucks defense is too good. That's very true. Uh, as we move on to our final pick of the week, Monday Night Football, is it's the Bears versus the Rams, and who you got, Anthony? Bears in a very low scoring game. Who you got, Dylan? Bears Rams. Oh God, this is just flip a coin. I'm gonna say the Rams. I think they can tough it out against the Bears. Oh wait, no, the Bears are. Five and one. Somehow. Nah, I got the I got the Rams. <laughs> Dang. Uh, I got the Bears, for sure. I think that the Bears are a fluke five and one team, right? But I also think that the teams that they play are really bad, so that that they're allowed to be five and one just because they well obviously they won their games, but uh they're a fluke five and one team. But I think that they're gonna be a fluke six and one team this week. I, I think mean, they're gonna beat the Rams. You could say that Nick about Foles is the Browns or something. Nick Foles is finally doing what he did in 2000 and whenever he threw 27 touchdowns and two interceptions. Not like to that level, but he's doing something like it. When he was... Actually, when he won Super Bowl MVP. Oh. Mm. Yeah. The only good Jeez. part in Eagles history. Hey. And they're never going to reach that. Hey, think the, think the Vikings went through all the trouble of having the Minneapolis miracle just to get blown out the next week. You know what, <laughs> Will? <laughs> I, I don't want to hear anything from you. Hey, I don't want to hear about my teammates either. And that's a wrap for the undefeated this week. I'll probably be back next week with Anthony and probably Chase. We'll see you all next week.